Well, it's been quite the week, hasn't it? Indeedy doody. We had car trouble, the artisanal fair was a bust, and I witnessed my husband absolutely flaming out telling a French joke. <laughs> well, it can't all be pixie dust and unicorns, can it? This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. So we had our, our neighbors over for a tapas night, which is different because, you know, most of our evenings with our friends are kind of French cooking and and stews and and we decided to do something a little different and made sure that it wasn't too spicy because spices I think in this area aren't necessarily uh, no, in we, vogue. We don't uh, we don't come across a lot. Now, Olivier likes spices, but mm-hmm. we don't come across a lot of folks here who cook with spices, period, or enjoy them at all. And I think that's just because they've been, you know, this is the the cuisine of the area, so yes. it's what they've eaten all their lives. So we decided to, you know, yep. pull out all the stops, make mm-hmm. a bunch of dishes, different spices, different, uh, you know, some a little bit hotter, some a little bit garlickier. You were a machine. <laughs> I know. I was bringing out the food like there was no tomorrow. And and at one point, like you had one more dish that was so. Let's just go over some of the dishes because it was really cool. You had uh, les patates. Yeah, patatas bravas. Yeah, which was delicious. I had um, chorizo with onion and red wine sauce. What was that flat thing? Uh, that was a combination of um, Spanish rice, potato, uh, egg, uh, chives, a little bit of garlic, mm-hmm. and that went over really well. Really well. Uh, we started. Uh, we had a salad, which was bizarre. Explain the salad because you wouldn't think if when she mentions these ingredients, you're going to go, "That's not a salad." So there's no lettuce. Right. It's it's slices of orange, slices of avocado, red onion, uh, and a lemony olive oil and olives and olives, black olives. Like you just add those things all up, and it doesn't make sense. But it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was gone. Yeah, and you had some meatballs, which were nuts. Homemade. Yep. Pork and beef, and mm-hmm. I don't eat meat, so it was just, uh, I wasn't yeah. going to taste them. No, you did um, really well. Those were fantastic. <laughs> and the recipe called, and I've never done this before, a piece of bread soaked in milk hmm. and in a couple of eggs. That's to, the bonding to, agent, I guess. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it went it went really well. Oh. And I made some sauces to go with everything. Yeah. And, and then you decided to pull the shoot on the, because uh, you were also going to bring out some, some shrimp. shrimp. Yeah, oh, with yeah. The paprika and hot sauce, but it did, there was too much food on the table. Yeah. and Although they and cleaned it up. They really they did. They cleaned it up. We had eight for dinner total, and it was fantastic. We had a lot of fun. It was a Spanish night, as we mentioned, so had Spanish beer. Oh, yeah, we, and we ordered um, some Rioja, yep. some Spanish white wine, never, some cava that we never got to. Never got to. That's a shame. Oh, well. <laughs> Um, but uh, you know what? We had lots of laughs. It's yeah. always great to get together with these these folks. And uh, they're our neighbors. Yeah, it's our neighbors, our, uh, our and, closest neighbors. Yeah, and uh, it just was a really nice evening. Mm-hmm. And I think a good time was had by all. And I think, you know, to a person, they love the idea. They love the theme. The concept of it. Yeah. Concept. I think those crazy Canadians, they mm-hmm. like the concept thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was. Oh, you also had a. A sort of a bruschetta thing that was really... Oh, yeah. Well, you, you take up... You, baguettes last one day. Yeah. So on day two, you slice them up very mm-hmm. f- finely, 
and bake them with a little bit of olive oil, garlic, and parsley. Yeah. And they're delicious crackers. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what they ended up being. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Lots of uh, garlic on there. And so, no, a huge success. Great job. And Thank you. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, we, uh, we've been... Uh, enjoying a, a lot of the renovations that are going on in the region. Of course, nothing around our place, like fiber, for instance. <laughs> Ooh, that's another podcast. You know, they Let it just, go, Jeff. No, just let it but go. Just, let it go. I, I just let want go. to go over this again. The fiber was stuck in the ground a year ago. It's a foot from our property, and we still don't have fiber because they, we have no one to bring it from there to hear. Last time we called, uh, they were in step four of five stages to uh, bring us our fiber. So let's hope that 2023 will bring us fiber. But they were supposed to have fiber here 2020. Anyway. Uh, 2022. No, no, no. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. It was supposed to be here. No, 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 no. And that's why we signed up with this company. But uh, anyway, so uh, we do see lots of things going on in the area. One of them is our, where we uh, like to shop for our groceries. Because the local grocery store is a dump. I'm just going <gasps> to say it. No, you didn't say that. Yeah, it's a dump. It's oh. it's just, I mean, maybe it's... They're trying. They're, they're trying uh, really, really hard. I just hard. can't even go in there. So we go to uh, a place that's about 12, 14 minutes away, and uh, they've redone the parking lot. And along with it, it was just a parking lot before. But now they've got places that overhang like little mini garages for your cars to go under yep. and I and I was walking out today I said boy too bad those weren't uh solar panels you know and uh, lo and behold yeah we we checked it Julie said wait a minute what's that big box that electrical box I go you I think you're right and we all got, the wiring and underneath. all the wiring yeah so so turns out that's what it is they've done the entire parking lot in solar panels I'll include a couple of photos on the Facebook page what a great idea because it protects the cars, A, and ge- it must generate, like, there are tons of these things. So you don't know this, but they've gone into the electricity business. LeClaire? Yes. You can wow. join up for their electricity and, and their whole the whole marketing campaign is they will sell it cheaper than anybody else. So they're already in, in the gasoline business, right? Huh. Like, you know, that their their pumps are number two to the number one total here in, in France. So they're they're big thinkers, uh, not only groceries and, and you know, everything else that goes with E. Leclerc, but now they're they're hoping to get 10 percent of the business here in France. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there you go. This whole parking lot. So that's what they'll be doing because they, they do take up a lot of space. The, these grocery stores, they're huge. They're mammoth. And we noticed, now it's funny, we're going to have to check out the other Leclerc that we know. I can't remember. Uh, Montreal. And see if those ones are. I think they are. I, I think they've been rolling this out since 2015. Oh, brilliant. So it just got to our area, but they are taking the, the, the power that they're generating mm-hmm. and reselling it. Jeez, that's brilliant. So, yeah, we uh, we have that. And then. Uh, the other thing we noticed, and Vanny uh, pointed this out to me last year, and he said, did you bring your skates? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, there's a rink in, in Villeneuve. So I, I walked by the rink last year, and it was so small, I just thought, yeah, it's not really my, my bag, although I'd love to get out on the blades. So yeah. we saw the rink yesterday when we were in Villeneuve on a, at a different location. And it was bigger. It's twice the size. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going, that does not look like ice. It's white, but it just, and sure enough, I stuck my hand through the fence. It's not ice. It's it's some plastic replacement. The skates, we noticed they're renting skates. They're exactly like ice skates with the blades. But, and by the way, <laughs> the bee. Don't be mean. They were they were teenagers who were having fun. No, that's true. And they didn't grow up in a country where right. you, you, fig, you you figure skated, hockey played. Yeah, yeah. They they were just doing this for the experience. So they hung on to the railing oh, for God, their dear sound, life. It, honestly, <laughs> when they started skating, it sounded like a car accident. It, it, it's just uh, <laughs> anywho, good for them, uh, lovely. But it's not ice. It's plastic, and I'm not putting my blades. I'm not putting my beautiful Bowers. On plastic Yeah, but look, ice. you know, today it's 13 I know, degrees. but I thought it was like a little generator plant that had, you know, no, like... No, 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 no. All right. They're not going to do that. No. Anyway, that was... Uh, I was a little uh, upset about... Well, not upset, but just disappointed no because... No for you this year. No, no skating. No, because, I mean, I, I, I wonder... What, we're, we're going to have to do some research where the nearest arena is from here because well, I'll bet you it's thousands of miles away. Well, no... We saw advertising for one in uh, Andorra. Oh, Andorra's three hours away. Oh, well, I know. You don't go there just for like a skate, but no. I'm just saying that they have a real ice rink okay. there. Okay. I'm I'm I want to research that. Where's the nearest ice rink? Because like I would travel. I'd travel an hour. I would travel an hour, an hour and a half to go skating. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah. Good luck. Knock some people around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, The World Cup final is this weekend, Sunday, and uh, it's a pretty big deal here, of course, because France is in the final along with Argentina. I think that's the second World Cup in a row that they've Uh made the finals. Yeah, you know what? And I know the the country's bananas about it. Not not as much here as in the big cities. Like oh, they were showing shots of of the streets in Paris and Marseille, and kids waving French flags and pride, and they were just so mm. thrilled. Yeah, nothing here. Well, it's the demographic isn't conducive to waving. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the flags and and, and anything that's. Exerting. Right. Anything that requires an effort is a little difficult here. Sure. Well, because they're, you know, they're still farming. They don't, and they're a hundred. And they're a hundred. They uh, use all their energy for productive things, not, uh, you know, waving flags and being goombas. And and you know what? The celebrations are great, but yeah, every once in a while you see fights and stuff break out. And it's just, you know, I've, I've always had a bad taste about soccer for that reason. Like, you, you know, as exciting as hockey is, and it's eight million times more exciting than soccer you don't see people fighting outside of stadiums or inside stadiums like you do to the degree in soccer so you know the whole beautiful game thing yeah i guess it's a beautiful game it's the stuff that happens during the game and after the game and not usually with the players either with the fans that kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth but anyway it's not as rabid around here as it is in the cities. That's true. You called it soccer, and they don't call it I, that I, I know, here. but the people who are listening to this podcast call it soccer. Trust me. Well, they call it football, even in French, le foot. Yeah, footy. Right? Yep. So that was really interesting, because then I was thinking of American football, and why do they call that football when 90% of the game is played with your hands? Well, no, but there's tons of kicking, and it's, it's just Not happened. tons. There's a little kicking and a lot of throwing. Yeah, but it's football. It's it's football. That's what it's called. And that's why we have another name for what they call football here. 
because we want to differentiate the two. If you were to say football anywhere in North America, 99% of people would think you're talking about the North American game. I see. Of football. Okay. Well, uh, it's it's going to be a really exciting time on Sunday. Yep. Uh, I think the game's on at 4 o'clock. So our, our time, yeah. Yep. So we will I mean, be watching. And here's, well, and it's the only thing I'm going to watch uh, from the World Cup. And the other reason is, and I don't mean to be, you know, Donnie Downer here, but it's just we watched the, you know, there's so much corruption going on. We watched the FIFA undercover documentary and it is just mind numbing. And there's some more stuff in the news right now about corruption and bribery and all that kind of and stuff Qatar. With, with Qatar. So with the EU and Qatar. So yeah. we'll we'll be kind of following that up. Like I, I honestly came upstairs, looked at the TV, and there was a suitcase full of money. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't King Charles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, as we mentioned in the uh, in the introduction to the show today, it, it has been a uh, it's kind been of a t- bust of a week. Bust of a week. Started off with a big old flat tire. Now, we knew this was going to happen. I'm glad it happened with me driving. But you know what? Like, The car kept on telling me that I had to check the tire pressure. I, I know. And I kept on asking, are you sure the tire no, is okay? you got to understand how that whole thing works. You, f- you fill the thing up, and then you've got to go into the, the guts of the computer and reset everything. Well, because it was a slow leak, I was just not going to do that. So I paid the price for not doing that. And, uh, of course, the light flashes because I didn't, you know, I didn't reset it. And uh, I basically drove all the way back from the groceries, 15 minutes, uh, on a completely flat tire. I was going, gee, this this feels pretty rough. (laughs) This feels pretty rough. (laughs) And uh, by the time we, I I filled it up with air, we had to go out that night and we had to fill it up at at our friend's place. Mm Mm-hmm. And then again the next morning, it was toast. So we had to go buy a new tire. That, however, ended up being quite a fun experience. I love that place. So the name of the place is Pneudermille. Come on, you did it better before. <laughs> oh, in my like motocross voice? Yeah. Okay. Pneudermille. <laughs> Cracks me up. Pneud to me is one of the funniest words in French. That means tire, by the way. Pneud. Well, well, you know P-N-E-U. what? P N E U. Yeah, but you know what the the uh, Quebecers call Canadian tire? Mm. Canuck pneud. Canuck pneud. Right. Right. Anyway, um, so we decide based on one of our friend's recommendations. Yeah. We decided to go there to see if they could find a matching tire because we really were sure that we we're, were going to have to replace that tire. Never seen such good service. It was just the kid comes out, we drive up on the lot, dump of a place. Like, it, well, it's a tire but, store. Come on, garages and tire yeah, stores gar- are dumps, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It's just a. It just, I mean, it's a tire store. You're gonna get it's it's a, it's grubby in there. So, but he comes marching out, big old smile on his face, checked everything over, asked if he could try fixing it first. Which I thought, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Usually, it's not the big trying upsell. to sell us a full set of tires. Yeah. No, they got to that <laughs> <laughs> later. That's when the owner came out. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh boy, I, I don't know about. <laughs> Yeah, just sell us the one tire, thanks, uh, Frankie. But, you know, it was great because they, they assessed what the damage was and the tire was actually shot. So we we needed to put another tire on order. But they were able to fit an, a, a, yeah. a substitute tire so that we could get home. Yeah, like a used tire of, uh, of similar size. Yep. 
and just so that we could drive around till this tire comes in. I just thought, wow, what a what a great place, and it was reasonably priced and service know. included. Yeah. So yeah, it was. I I really thought that was great, and it's interesting because the the city that it's or the little town that that it's in can't pronounce the name, but it is where you buy your metal and wood supplies. Mm-hmm. It had a place called Metal Bois. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. And uh, we also tracked down a firewood distributor from there. So uh, when we go pick up our tire on Friday, we got three stops to make. That'll yep. be fun. Busy. What's the uh, tire company called again, Julie? Pneu 2000. <laughs> no, no. Oh, 2000, 2000. Do it again. Pneu 2000. What a cross. Pneu 2000. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, we, t- we took a, 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 a picture of the sign, and you really before need... I made up the Pneu de Mille. Yeah, before before she made up, and I'm telling you, if it doesn't cry Pneu de Mille, uh, nothing does because it's exactly how you would think it would sound. So uh, we'll include that on the Facebook page as well. And on the way back, we decided to have lunch in Tournon, which is kind oh, of yes. on the way back to the property. And nothing much is open on Mondays, but the Voyageur restaurant was. And you might not remember, (laughs) but the Voyageur restaurant is where we last saw our Cheapy McCheaperson real estate agent. That's right. That's where she, quote, took us out for lunch and made us pay. Right. Uh, Yeah. That was uh, that was legendary. It's still one of my favorite stories uh, from from Fran- our experiences here in France. It's on a past episode. I'm sure you've you remember Cheapy McCheaperson. Anyway, we go in there again. It's the first time we've been there since. Yeah, I was a bit nervous going back in. It was uh, kind of like oh, bad. Yeah, bad memories. And bad then, memories. It, but it was a delicious lunch. We had a really good time. It really was. was. The service yeah. was fantastic. And uh, we were sitting right next to the table that we were at when we were uh, there the first time with Cheapy. And uh, it was, uh, you know, I kept looking over there going, huh, okay. All right. All right. Yep. Yeah, Car- I would go back Karma there Karma Wheel's again. coming on your way. Yep. Yeah. So that restaurant, Le Voyageur, yep. minus Cheapy McCheaperson, is great. Yes. Yeah. Just don't go with her. No, it, it, it really is. And the guy was really nice in there. And then, uh, so it's on a huge traffic circle or roundabout, as they call them here. And um, in that traffic circle, they have, <laughs> they have a beautiful Christmas display. And Joyeux, I, I can't remember, Noel, I think. Joyeux Noel, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. A huge sign. Again, more pictures for the Facebook page. And then they had uh, some really kind of cool wooden art, like things climbing trees. Trees, and, and they had wooden reindeer yeah. pulling a wooden oh, yeah. sleigh. Right. And-, <laughs> and then they had uh, then they had some elves and a little tiny house. And I guess that's where Père Noël would go and hang out uh, for the kids to watch uh, or the kids to come up. But the only thing that <laughs> Père Noël was having a really bad day. Père Noël, it was his suit. It, it, it was it, it was all crumpled up in the. I got a picture of it on the Facebook page. It's all crumpled up. The suit, and it honestly looks like Père Noël is hammered. Well, his his red cap is on the floor. Yeah. His wig is on the seat, and his crumpled body yeah. is is there under the seat or close yeah. to the floor. It was. It, it did look like he was having just had a few too many. Yeah, yeah. having a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, that aside, a beautiful display in turn home for for the uh, for the Christmas holiday. Oh, and they had the Christmas countdown to mm-hmm. only you know this many days to Christmas. That's right. And, That's yeah. right. Uh, and it sort of prompted us to go out and get our tree, which we did today, and it, that was an experience as well. We we went to what's our, our this place called? Because it's really cool. Spot. Rural Master. Rural Master, and <laughs> it is. I love this store. Because it's just got it's just got guys written all over. It's lawnmowers and weed whackers and tools and well, it's got girl stuff too. And pet stuff. Yep. But it's just it's really it's really good for weed whackers and lawnmowers and tools. <laughs> why and, are we doing that voice all I the time? I don't know why. Oh. I don't know. But I uh I I like Rural Master and they're good people in there. Anyway, there was a you're you're gonna find uh when you take a look at the pictures, that for for Christmas tree stands, you know the ones that we have, which contain water, and that's that's a waste of time. The watering the tree thing, let's face it, it's well, a waste I, of time. I think it prevents the needles from falling. Oh, what for 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 the one day, uh, the one day that you want to. I think keep it the preserves tree the tree on. a little bit longer. Uh, and... You know, you want the tree for a couple of weeks and then be done with it out the door. So. What they do here is they take a big log and split it in half, and they put the flat side down and the curved side up, and they drill a hole in the top and plunk the tree in there. Yep. So we went and bought one of the bigger trees today, and the only one that the guy had was the hole for the smaller one. So he goes into Merle Master and <laughs> brings out a chainsaw and starts right there by the, the entrance. And sculpting the, sculpting the trunk the of the tree yeah. so it would fit in the hole. People are walking by and it's... This is quite a kerfuffle, isn't it? And so... Then he jammed the tree, boom, into the log. Into the log and it worked great. Like, it's a really good idea. Yeah, and it, it it's not offensive. It's actually a nice natural yeah. way of anchoring your tree. And when you're done with it, you can actually stick it in the fireplace. Just burn it. Yeah. yeah. Or keep it for next year, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, it was it's a great deal. We much prefer this tree to last year's tree, which had a root ball that Well, we 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 thought we were gonna be space no, shuttle. We thought we were gonna be, you know, more ecological and, and purchase a tree that we could plant in our in our garden. But we really didn't understand that the we weren't going to be able to plant it till much later in yeah, the and season, it and it, it didn't make it. Well, so. and and you know, like that that took a toll on me. That was major major weight. Like yes. I needed a dolly to get, and you know, a dolly on a tree, just awkward and frustrating, and just made the whole this experience this year much nicer. And it's a great tree. It's a great tree, beautiful tree. Do you know where the first Christmas tree appeared? I have no idea. I met Charles Dickens. I just, no, I just, what country? You just guess. Germany. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? I, I just guessed. Wow. Tan, oh, Tannenbaum, oh, Tannenbaum. That's all I'm oh, thinking of. Oh, right. That makes sense. Yeah. And they decorated it with apples and candles. Candles, maybe not such a good idea. Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. So the first Christmas tree in France was in the Alsace region. Okay, up north there. Up north, near. Great wine region. Germany, right? And that was back in 1521. Holy, eh? So this has been quite the uh, tradition? Yep. And it, and then, you know, slowly but surely, it, it migrated into North America. Mm-hmm. And everywhere else in Europe. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 
Um, and that brings me to the French phrase of the day. All righty. It has a festive theme to it. Okay. Here we go. Oh, what do you what do you think my chances are? <sighs> well, uh, there's a couple words that you won't know. Oh. But I, let's 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 let's, let's try. Let's throw caution. And this to the is wind. a French comedian. Okay. A comedian who wrote this. Okay. Okay. Je veux bien me déguiser en sapin de Noël. Uh, je veux bien. Je veux. Je veux. Bien. I, 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 want, I want good. So déguiser, you don't know, right? Isn't that taste? No, that's déguster. Oh. Déguiser is to dress up. Like oh, okay. To wear a costume. All right. Je veux bien me déguiser mm-hmm. en sapin de Noël. Want to dress up as a tree? Sure. Um, yeah. Pour les fêtes. Uh, for the for the celebration. Si on me promet. If uh, I can walk. No, not promener. Si on me promet. Ah, no, no idea. Ah, okay. De faire très 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 attention quand on enlèvera les boules. Oh, I have no idea. Just uh, give it to me. That thing's an hour long. <laughs> I know. What? For me, an hour. Okay. So, one more time? No. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Just do je the veux, whole... Je veux bien me déguiser en sapin de Noël pour les fêtes si on me promet de faire très, très, très attention quand on enlèvera les boules. Translated, I'm willing to dress up as a Christmas tree for the holidays if you promise me to be very, very, very careful when you take off the balls. <laughs> I love it. See, that's a funny French that joke. Is. That's a funny French joke. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's a good, very good French phrase of the day. And Merci. Uh, it's in season that's and right. everything. Okay. Oh, nice job. Do you want to talk about your your um, foray into French comedy? Sure. Okay, we can do that. Okay. Uh, although it's not much to talk about. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, um, what I'm trying to do is make my French learning interesting right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding funny things out about the language. It's going to be very difficult for me to explain this joke that I wrote uh, to unilingual Anglophones because it's based on the difficulty of the French language and the complexities of the French language and something that I found funny. I'll just give you an example. And, and again, I don't expect you to understand this, but there is a huge difference between me sans and sans. So sans is from sentir, which is to feel, correct? Yeah, sentir, uh, me sentir is to feel. Like I feel bad, me sentir. That's yeah. So me sentir is uh, is is me. I feel bad. Wait, and je, it's a je verb. Me sens, je me sens mal, right? Right, and it's a verb unto itself. But the other part with without the me, it's sentir, and it's uh, smell. Smell. So one is me sentir, feel, and smell is just sentir. So my joke was. But I had to kind of set the joke up like, okay, I was really depressed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you have to set, had to set it up that way. We're going to have to rewrite this joke because it is going to be funny when it's done. <laughs> but what I was saying is I wish I would have learned about the me sentir 
because uh, at the very beginning, mm-hmm. because for seven months I walked around telling everybody that I really stunk. Right, I, I smell bad. I smell bad, and it's a funny joke. It's it's got legs. It will work. But what ended up happening is <laughs> I was doing all this stuff at the beginning, <laughs> setting the joke up with my depression about missing Canada and everything. And by the time I got to the punchline, I looked around. Everyone's crying. Yeah. <laughs> the mood in the room was they were feeling so sorry for you because you just told them you were depressed. Yeah. And, and they didn't get the joke because they, they, were, they were too, too busy, busy feeling bad for you. Yeah. And, and really, I wasn't. I was just using that as the setup. So uh, my buddy Howard, I'm going to have to go. You know, he's, he does stand up uh, humble. And I'm going to have to go uh, have a, uh, you know, a lesson from from humble, but I thought that you know I'm trying to economize the setup here and everything. I didn't realize that what I was doing was making people feel badly. Oh, for like me. it was it was just so palpable. You went through the whole joke, and then went to, for the punchline. Nothing. Churches are quieter. Nothing. Crickets. Just. And I'm just looking at everybody, and, and Anna's starting to have tears in her eyes. <laughs> and you're laughing, and I'm just like they didn't get it. And uh, anyway, so we got a. Like, is there not a way that I could, is there not a way that you could feel bad without it being depression? Because that's what's killing the joke. The joke's going to be great if, I have to set it up with that whole phenomenal thing. Right. That's what that's what that's called, by the way, the phenomenal. It's going to be hard without uh, using the actual word. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, you'll yeah. have to go back yeah. to the drawing board on that one. And then I have another great joke. And so, uh, which I wrote. Oh, you're not going to bring this up. Oh, well, you just brought, you just ran me through the pepper mill here. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and I have another great joke. And uh, it, 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 it relies on the crime rate in Marseille. And before I start telling the joke, Julie goes, I hope no one hears from Marseille. Well, Thanks a lot. Well, that's because at the table we had some new people that we did not know. Big deal. They were from northern France. It, I just, even running it, that joke, if someone was from Marseille. They wouldn't have cared. They would have totally got it. It's just like, like people live, are you kidding me? People from Hamilton have been the butt of jokes for a well, billion they, years. Well, people from Surrey, B.C. have been the butt of well, jokes. You don't for, think they resent that, though, at an intimate dinner party? Ah, people get used to it, you know? I'm not sure. Anyway, you didn't tell that joke. Oh, yes, you did. I did. And, and, was... and they laughed because I didn't ruin the joke. Yeah, well, they, 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 that was a funny joke. Yeah, that was, that was a really funny good joke. One. So that's my, my new goal. I'm, I'm trying to set up a 10-minute a stand-up routine in French. That's my goal. Because I would honestly feel better about going up in front of a crowd to do stand-up in French than I would in English. Why Go is figure that? that. I don't know. I I think you get because there's nothing to lose. Like nothing who cares? to lose, and you get a huge sympathy vote. Right. <laughs> Whereas in English, it's like, "Hey, you're a bum. Get off the stage." <laughs> but um, that wasn't the only thing that failed this week. Um, remember, uh, on last week's show, we wrapped everything up uh, by saying we were going to check out the uh, what was it called? The pen. Shop de Noël. So what's that? Pen d'Agenais. Shop is a shops. Boutiques mm-hmm. um, for the Christmas holidays. Okay. And they've got signs up everywhere. And they say clearly 10 a.m. to 
7 p.m. or or 1900 hours. Yeah, and it's like it was from the 10th or something of December till the 31st. 31st. It's like, okay, this must be huge. This must be mammoth. So we thought, okay, you know what? Let's go visit that so we can talk about it on the podcast. And we... we yeah, and that's on, what was that, on Tuesday as well? Uh, Tuesday, this week? yeah. This week? Uh-huh. So we go up there. It's not, you know, it's not... It's not too far away, but it's not like around the corner. It's a, it's an effort. So we park the car. Yeah, that's an effort there. And I'll tell you well, what. Well, right now it is. It's, it's a very busy little village right now. Pendagent parking is very, uh, you, you, there's a lot of walking involved. So we finally get walk, walked into the The best main, eat area, the old part. part of town. Right. And we go to the, the Mary where the shops were setting up their wares. And we get to the door and it says... Fermeture exceptionnelle. I'm sure you've heard that on previous That is the story podcasts. of our life in France. Whenever we go to a place where we, you know, we've done our research, we think they're open for some reason, when we get there, they're closed. For an exceptional, that's what they put. For Like we went to the jeweler, remember? Yep. With the jeweler. Exceptional reason, closed. Like no explanation. No. Just that... It, that it's exceptional. We're not usually closed, but because you're showing up, we're closed. Right. And uh, so, you know, this time, tack with it. I'm taking a picture of the damn sign because y- you'll you'll see it. And and we, it, this is probably the fifth or sixth time that we've seen that sign where they're supposed to be open, mm-hmm. like according to their website or according to they're supposed to be open. And boom, we go up there, exceptionally closed. Case. We made a day out of it anyway. Loser we, week we've had. Yeah. And while we were there, we got a notice that we were out of power at our house. I know. And and so th- this is really weird because I still can't figure out what's going on. We've had three power outages this week. This week. Two of them while I was in my workshop. So I- I think it has to do with the workshop. Something's going on. But yeah. the other day, I mean, the, the, I typically go in there in the morning, take my coffee, uh, fiddle around a bit. And I'm in there, and you know the it's inside the barn. The barn is pitch black, and poof, off go the lights. And in the now, house too. In the house too. I don't know what happened. I still don't know what happened. I have an idea, but I don't know. So uh, I'm, we're just lucky the power's on right now, actually. So I stumbled, and uh, the atelier, the the workshop is on this mezzanine level, so I got to find this shaky staircase, and which isn't not even attached; like it's just a makeshift yeah. s- staircase. Kind it's of. it's kind of like a, a mini one that you see on airplanes where they roll it up. So uh, I, I make it down there, and I thought I I just want to know if my power's <laughs> out here in the workshop, <laughs> or if it's the house as well. Yeah. So I see a crack in one of our you know window a uh, wooden window frames. And I go to jam my head into the window frame, and I it was so dark, I didn't see the brick wall, and I smashed my whole face. <laughs> like, I, I hit— You look like you're you're in a, a, a toxic relationship because yeah. you've got a bruised eye, on, yeah. like right, on, right below your eye, your yeah. eyebrow, and for some reason, your nose is mashed up. Yeah, my nose has got like three little holes in it or something, and I— I jammed my head in there. I didn't even feel my nose because my eye socket hurt so much. And uh, I, 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 since, since then, like I've noticed, holy crap, I'm bleeding from the nose. And anyway, what a fail. And so the house was dark. I go in the house. I'm all goofy. 
from smashing my head into the cement wall and it has not just not been a good week. You know what was interesting? I was down in, 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 the, in the lower level in my office while the lights went out and two of the dogs came running down the stairs mm-hmm. to, to find me. Like either they were spooked or they were concerned about me. I don't know, but but it was really interesting. Probably. Spooked. Like, <laughs> probably. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we'll try to figure out the um, the, the perplexities of our electrical wiring here because clearly something's not working. Well, what a fun time this has been on uh, Chapter Forty Eight. Next week on the show, maybe I'll break a leg or lose a limb, and we can all sit around and laugh at that. Uh, But that is it for today. Thanks for joining us. We will be back for Chapter 49 of Jeff and Julie Move to France During a Global Pandemic next Friday. Au revoir. Joyeuse fête.